Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hi, everyone. Welcome to uh, Flax and Shant's podcast. Um, what I don't like is when I'm a bit tired, a bit knackered, and someone is knackered than I am because then I lose. <laughs> but I think this week, Tommy, you're more knackered than I am. So I'm a little bit it. tired. I'm a little bit tired. Let's Been to it. Rome. Been to Rome, mate. Went to Rome for a lovely weekend, and um, I got a little bit drunk. <laughs> All right. Got put to bed at half past eight Saturday night. By whom? The vet. <laughs> My lovely wife. She's an undertaker. Your wife put you to bed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. How did you, like... Oh, Dave, like, you know, where it began outside the Pathleon, or Pathion, I can't, I'm not even sure what it's called. Um, it's a very famous building in Rome. And we had a couple of bottles of Savion Blanc, myself and Bubs, at 11 a.m. And, well, first off, I had to have a Bloody Mary, Right, because I was feeling a bit hungover from the night before, and I thought that would help, and it did. And and the weather was lovely on Saturday, so it was it was heaven. Just sat there watching the world go by, and then I was feeling a bit tired, so I asked for a double espresso. And the waiter was a was a crazy man. He was very crazy, and he asked if I wanted some grappa in it. I said, yeah, go on. So we had double espresso with grappa in it, which for those that haven't tasted it, it's like putting diesel, I think, inside your espresso. It wakes you up. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. And then we we met some friends at a restaurant just outside the stadium. Um, I think it's called 
Kukuruku. Kukuruku, maybe. I, I'd imagine it being a very popular restaurant people who've gone to Rome to watch their team play. Um, a yeah. couple of stags there, dressed up. Um, a lot of Welsh there. And again, had some lovely wine. Some more Savion Blanc with a bit of beef ragu, which, courtesy mm-hmm. of David Allison. Um, so he was my mate we met there, him and his lovely wife Anne. And we also met um, Josh Navidi and his wife, LA. By coincidence? No, they were there anyway. We'd arranged to meet them. Oh, nice. So a nice table of eight. And then it made it just... I probably had three bottles of wine myself before I even got into the stadium. <laughs> oh, I was God. touring, mate. I'm on holiday. And a couple of beers during the game. And then and then we went back to Dave and Josh's hotel where they were staying. Not, not one of the keys in a basket job. Gotcha. Um, although they were both probably Wasn't keen. Wasn't thinking that, but now you mention it, am. Um, I wasn't keen. I expect they probably were. Um, and it was lovely out on the rooftop on the terrace and I had a black Russian and a drink have some of that I've never tried one before vodka Kahlua and heavy cream was the recipe mojitos Um, Josh ordered some tequila and my wife doesn't drink that, so I had to drink hers. Um, and, yeah, I had to be walked home at half past eight, back to the hotel. The, like, But then I found out that Bubs also had to be walked back ten minutes after me. So we were both put to bed, and the girls had some lovely food in the middle of Rome together. So they didn't drink the amount you drank? No way. I don't think anyone would, mate. Unless it was like well, Clint, it was, unless it was like Clint Eastwood in any which way but loose. <laughs> you've you've ruined your own holiday. Oh, I had a great time, mate. No, you didn't. Yeah, I did. It was lovely. You ruined it. Ah, we were out on Friday. We had full day Friday. I just went to bed probably an hour and a half earlier than I wanted to. But how'd you feel yesterday? Oh man. <laughs> Exactly. Quite, quite tired. Yeah, but that's always the case, isn't it, if you have a few beers? I mean, how are you going to feel on Thursday after Cheltenham on Wednesday? Fine, fine. No, fine, you won't. Fine. No, fine, you fine, won't. No, fine, mate. Fine. No, I, I know your skin will be really dry because you'll be dehydrated. Yeah. And it'll be flaking off you like Parmesan cheese on spag bol. Yeah. You'll have Parmesan cheese nose. Yeah. It's, yeah, I mean, so I was talking about this the other day, right? It's it's not a British thing, but it's the British are good at it. Why why I like I like you know I'm looking forward to a, a few absolute pints on a Wednesday at Cheltenham with you. But why does every single special occasion have to be marked by getting pissed? I didn't mean to get so drunk. In my defence, I really didn't. I I didn't plan to go home at half past in the morning. Sometimes. The unexpected happens, David, and you just, you've got to play the cards that you dealt. And I thought I was fine. You dealt, you dealt yourself those cards, though. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't say who dealt them, but... You've got to play the cards you I just, <laughs> I didn't mean to. 
I let a few people down, but stuff like that happens, okay? Any particular reaction at home? Was it all right? Was everyone thought it was funny or disappointing? No, fine. Oh, fine. That's good. No, they, they had a lovely meal together. That's good. Yep. So, yeah. You ruined it anyway with your horrible jokes, wouldn't you? Yeah, or saying something inappropriate. But it was yeah. beautiful trip, mate. The Coliseum, the Spanish Steps. Bubs could only get halfway up. He's got a bad hip at the moment. So I was on the top. I was on the top of them like David Hay. I was like the throuple. <laughs> and um, <laughs> the Trevi family. Is that still going, David yeah. Hay's two no, girlfriends? No, no. Stop now. Una That's Healy's, it. Una, Una Healy's um, moved away. She remain or is she out? She's um, Brexited. Has she? Mm. Oh, right. Okay. But flats. It was beautiful um, city, obviously. Everything's quite close by. Some wonderful landmarks, architecture. Beautiful. Lots of culture. Lots of great food. And How many steps? Um, too many. We did have to get a e-scooter from the Coliseum back up to the hotel because... Bubs's hip was hurting. smashed. No, <laughs> Bubs's hip was hurt, and he kept stretching. We had to get a scooter because we couldn't walk. But no, like Friday, we were very civilized. It was nice food, and then look, flats. I didn't mean to go home at half past eight. Oh, we, there was a bar booked called Kong's that we were meant to be going to, and oh god, I couldn't move, mate. You know, like the scene from um, old school when yep. Stifler's going. You shot yourself in the neck with a dart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was me. Is it? Were you sick? No. Oh, good. No, but... I mean, I can't... I can't... Who was I saying? I was talking to someone this morning. My mate. I cannot get myself there anymore. I haven't been able to for a few years. I can't go there anymore. I know, but you're all sensible now, aren't you? You've. It's not that. I feel like if I, if I try to write, I'm going to go and get smashed... My body will stop me getting smashed. It will stop me. It will like make me ill after if I drink too too quickly. (laughs) Yeah, that's probably it. My heart's like, mate, we're working over. It's working overtime anyway in here. We're flat out. We're understaffed, underpaid, and you're chucking nineteen Guinnesses down. Please, I was just loving life. It was beautiful. It was. It was. The sun was out. Wales had won. We're all having a laugh. And my my early drinks pre-game caught up with me and yep. I probably shouldn't have I probably should have stayed off the lager during the game but there was a guy who had loads of lager on his backpack and he kept walking up and down the steps and he I was gotcha. thirsty yeah I've been roamed I didn't know you were going to the game mm. so, but what you, I had to do you... though I had to um, make sure before I left I had downloaded a app with VPN and then I downloaded the game off ITVX and watched it twice. What game? The um, Italy Wales game. The one you were at live. Yeah. You say you can't remember it. God no. <laughs> <laughs> I I remember parts of it, but you know. I had to oh, do scrum five. Wales wearing I, I just, I had to do, green socks. I don't like the green socks. I don't know what your no. Um, no, I'm the same. It. Don't like them. You have an opinion on most things. All right, um, but I had to re, <laughs> I had to rewatch it because I had to do scrum five last night. So I watched it a couple of times. 
Getting ahead well, around it. Uh, which we'll you talk about in a bit. Um, yeah, watched it on the plane, watched it in the airport, and watched it at breakfast because I was up nice and early. Cause I'd had, yeah, but you were an early night, didn't you? I'd had 12 hours sleep. You slept through well then, mate. Mm, well, I didn't. I woke up about half one and watched some of the highlights of the game. It's the games oh, that God. were on. Yeah. Just a, sounds awful. Uh, only in your head, mate, because you're not as hardcore as me. No, but getting getting so smashed, you got to bed at half eight and then waking up at one in the morning. Yeah, but... Being so awake at one in the morning, you've got to watch highlights. Not everyone's a panicker like you. Some, we're just manana, manana. <laughs> when you're on the continent, you're so relaxed on the continent. David, I was on holiday, okay? Yep. Some, we're, late, we're able to relax and I had a great time. Lots when, of laughs. When, um, a year or so ago, when we went to... Um, on holiday we were there and uh, met someone I knew there which was great he's a mate and that was nice James Grindle the old scrum half left yep. scrum half and so he's a mate walked in he was there with his family that was ideal because he's an actual mate and his kids are like similar age to mine I was like this is perfect but there was also some people I knew there and they were like oh do you know so and so from Bath yeah yeah he's my uncle so it turns out I'd met them before and they were great crack. They were there with their kids, and there's like a couple of generations of them there, three generations of them. And they're like, right, yeah, what we're gonna do? We're gonna get absolutely bollocks tonight, absolutely bollocks. And I just, my first question was, why? I was I like, well, I, I don't get bollocks every time I go away, Dave. I know you don't, but I was like, what's? I don't understand. And they were like, what do you mean? It's free. I said, it's not free. You've paid for the all inclusive, but yeah, it's all. You can have as much as you want, mate. We'll get absolutely rat ass tonight, and then a day off. We'll go every other day. I was like, why? I don't understand. You've got, like, you didn't have your kids there. Well, I was like, I, you're going to feel terrible. And then the next morning, they felt horrendous. And I was ribbing them, saying, your poor kids got no one to play with now. Your kids have got no one to play with because mummy and daddy and nano and granddad are too pissed. They're too hungover. But we had a laugh about it. But I kept saying to them, why? And then at dinner, they were just smashed the next night. Smashed. Mm. And everyone was having a brilliant time. The kids, who had loads, the kids had loads of kids to play with. They were fine. Nice hotel and all that. I was like, I just do not understand why you're writing yourself off. It's nine o'clock and you are wasted. I don't do it and very I often, think, but I was in Rome. I know you don't. I know you don't. I'm not, I'm not judgy. I'm just saying ooh, I don't ooh, want ooh, to t- do that. T- tell your voice that, please. I, I, I just don't want to do that. I don't. Well, um, it's your stag on Wednesday, mate, so get your head around it. Quick. Oh, gosh, yeah. Pronto, I would. And bring a change of clothes. That's all I'm telling you. Spare pants. Have, is there, can you borrow any of your... Your wife's fake tan, by any chance? You might <laughs> Do you need some. No, you might need some. That's all. Just oh, top half, planned. top half, cover yourself. Bottom half, you'd be fine. Okay, fine. Okay. Yeah, I'm looking forward to Cheltenham. Actually, I am. I am. I am. Um, but just don't pressure me. All right, to drink because you know what I'm like. I just can't wait to steal the microphone off Dirdas. Are you going to take it off him? Oh, I'll do a little speech for you. Oh, don't. Don't. Durders, for the listeners at home, Durders, we're going to the green room on, you might have seen it on our social media here and there, but green room, hospitality finder do a thing called green room and it's wicked and it's at Twickenham. I hosted it on Saturday and it's really good fun. It's brilliant fun. And um, they also do other sports. They have a, they have a massive suite at Cheltenham for the whole week. Um, and Durders, Mark Durden Smith hosts it for them. And as you can imagine, he's brilliant. Um, absolutely 
loose and raucous. Um, but he comes around, he likes to pop around to anyone who's in the room that he recognises or he's been told is famous. He pops around, so he, we're not famous, but he recognises us, always comes over. And I'm thinking about saying something that actually does him some harm. Mm. I'm just not sure what that is yet. Mm. I'm pretty sure I found a link to... Um, I think he was offered a PPE contract during lockdown without any prior experience because he went to school with Jacob Rees-Mogg. I think that is true, allegedly. <laughs> yeah, um, save it. So, yeah. Perfect. But yeah, I might do but a little speech for you. So, um, don't, don't, don't. Well, I'm just going to try and get a bit of group participation involved and uh, try and get you in bed by half past eight. I'd actually be all right with that because mm. uh, I'm working the next Not day. Through so choice. I'd actually be all right with that. Not through choice. In brackets. No. No, no. Okay. Um, we'll tie one on, mate. We'll we'll make it happen, all right? Anyway, that so was my you, weekend. Um, well done, fella. Hit me with yours. I got through it. It's Monday now, and I'm on the road to recovery. I've been to the gym. You feeling a bit better? Yeah, I went to the gym this morning. So, what'd you do? Um, Fifty cal buy-in and out. You taught me that. Probably the yep. best thing, best advice you've ever given me. Yep. And some weights but the real the real training was the steam room for 12 minutes after just getting all the toxins out i know it probably doesn't it's a good boy actually work but you feel better after it it's a good boy so well it's about an hour weights yep a bit of chest some arms some traps because yep. yep. i'll be wearing a shirt on wednesday yep 100 percent yeah, so anyway, go on. You want to walk in there and you don't want people to say he looks like he goes to the gym. You want people to think, what on earth is that thing? I would love to play my own walk-in music as well. What would it be? Chicago Bills theme. You know when they're running out? Alan Parsons Project. <laughs> Have you heard it? No. You haven't even heard that? No, it's, like the most, it's like one of the most famous bits of music. You can ever um, uh, hear I get it on my phone now, ready, so you can hear Alan Parsons Project. I thought you were going to say Alan Partridge. No. Uh, you got called Alan Partridge on Twitter, didn't you, yesterday? Yeah, I don't know Did why. you see that? Yeah. Well, it's because you say double Ds instead of double Ts. You say splitting instead of splitting. Do I? Or betting instead of betting. Yeah, it's lazy, isn't it? It's something I've always hated about you. <laughs> Here we are, this one ready. Put it closer in. All right. Jumping up and down, now, he is. Now I'll walk in. Where's his mate? Lads, here he is. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, mate, that would be, that would be absolutely amazing. Imagine like you just walk like in. 
jumping on my I want you to walk in like um who's the WWE guy, the main guy, the big boss. <laughs> yeah, I know I know exactly what you mean. Um and you're just kicking your legs Vince out, kicking your arms out. Almost <laughs> Vince McMahon, like a reduced version of Conor <laughs> yeah. McGregor's ring walk. <laughs> the memes on that is so good. It's like when you <laughs> when you've had four pints at lunch during work. <laughs> Walking back, back to the office. Walking yeah. back to the office, yeah. But it's like you walk, yeah, you walk in and everyone's like trying to high five you to get in the spirit and you blank all of them. Yeah. Just walk, trying to shake your hands, you just walk straight past everyone. I'd be like oh, doing, be um, I'd be doing like little jumps um, just at the door, getting ready to come in, just psyching myself up. Yeah. Like uh, anyway, yeah. Uh, right. This is the third time now. Um, what have you been up to? Oh, God. Don't worry about it. Um, well, funny, funny you should ask, Tommy. Um, uh, last week, well, weekend was busy. I'll tell you about that. But I went out, popped out for dinner on um, on Thursday night in Bath with a couple of mates. Um, Francois Lowe bailed late doors. Ollie from um, the gym. Paulie, no, he didn't get invited, mm. mate. No, if you, if you mention you, him on Wednesday, I'm gonna tap. I'm gonna flick you in the privates. Like he works for me. Like the in betweeners when he mentions Kylie all the time. He, <laughs> just gonna yeah. give you. F- <laughs> he. He works for me. He's staff, mate. Okay, cool. He's staff, and he knows right. that. He knows his spot. Um, I, um, do you know what, on Thursday, we went to it really nice. Um, and I had a good time. Ollie Cohn came down, 20 Stone Cone. Mother Ollie. Uh, good stuff. And uh, that was nice. Also, I had coffee with Dan Hipkiss on Thursday. Ah, Jamie Roberts' Lovely son. man. Jamie Roberts' son. Mark Durden-Smith and Jamie Roberts' love child. Mm. Um, and I, as I left, I thought, I've got to do it. I can't be here for an hour and not do it and I tried to unclip his hair to prove that it was Lego and it is it just comes straight off it's a little Lego helmet underneath he's got a head just like mine Mm. Um, so that was nice and then yeah it's a a busy weekend boy so I was up in London on Friday um, met an old mate for lunch and um, then I had an event with England Rugby Travel on um, Friday night in Westminster with Dylan Hartley which was uh, really good fun because He's a good bloke. He flew in from Dubai just for the weekend. Bowling? We do. Are you bowling again? We're bowling, yeah. It was. It is the weirdest thing, but I was chatting with the guys this morning, emailing the guys this morning. It's so weird, but it's really funny. Mm. <laughs> it actually works somehow. But I can't bowl properly because yeah. my arms don't work, so I have to do it. It's weird. I have to do a patonk flick with a bowling ball. Um, Saturday morning, uh, had another little work thing uh, with Dylan again and Ali Eakin, which was fun, and then went to host the Green Room for England-France, which we'll talk about in a minute. But that was very loose. I had to, I had to do it because Mark Dudden Smith normally hosts that. But he put his hat in the ring to present match of the day. <laughs> so he was actually at the BBC studios, but they pulled him last minute. But like he, he just texted me and said, "Cash is cash, mate." And if Lineker's out, I'm in. Um, taking the moolah. So he sent me all the pictures, dollar signs, and so he was he was all over that. So I had to do that. It was it was very loose, but very good fun. Um, not inappropriate, just very good fun. And then um, late doors back to Bath. Gave banners. Matt Banahan a lift home, and um, Johnny Gould, the auctioneer, a lift home to Bath. Late doors. I bet you were gutted with that. In the oh god, mate. No, it was easy. Um, and then it's one of those ones where you get home. Don't often do this. He walks straight from the front door. Lock the front door. Walks straight to bed. Brush your teeth. Straight into bed. Mm. Woke up in the morning. Sat bolt, you know, sat bolt upright, sat up and walked downstairs and had to get set my alarm early, walked downstairs, sat at the table, the, the island in the kitchen, just watching games, watching games with coffee, 
got in my car straight out the door. No family there, they'd gone away. So, because I'm not around. So it was a functional, it was basically like having a B&B for a house. Um, then went up to Gloucester to do the Gloucester game, the Slater Cup, and saw t- like lads who'd been at Twickenham the day before, so Tins and Vickery, Phil Vickery and those guys, loads of, loads of lads there, sort of a Gloucester versus Leicester, massive team workout uh, for Ed Slater to raise money for him. So I got stitched up a bit by Topsy. You know what he's like, mate. Um, and we agreed that we were going to go um, he said something like head to toe Nike Pro. So I was like, right, we're just in trackies because we're joining in this workout. And um, turned up and he had jeans and pumps on. A smart mm. jacket. I said, hang on a minute, fella. He pre had those elastic jeans so I, that you can do I had to present. In. I had to present, a, <laughs> had to present a national television show in tracksuit bottoms and trainers. Oh, I did see. With, thinking he would be in them too, but he weren't. But great effort for Ed. And, um, Looked like a bailiff. Yeah. <laughs> Ches was a bailiff, wasn't he, for yeah. a debt collector, Chris Chesney, wasn't he? Yeah. I tell you what, if he came to your door and said, I'm taking your telly, you'd say, let me find the remote for you, fella. <laughs> Can I take the back? you give him the telly. <laughs> Don't forget your HDMI. Don't forget your SCART lead. Mm. Um, so it was, yeah, so it was a, it was a busy one, but um, a relaxed day today, which brings me to the most important point, is that the reason I suggested we did our podcast now, which was two o'clock, for all the listeners at home when we started two o'clock local time on Monday was in order that I would have time to prep for it properly um, by that I don't mean watch Scotland Ireland properly because I watched that at the same time as I watched um, Bristol against Quinns so I didn't quite watch it properly uh, I will catch up on that by prepping I mean I've watched the last episode of The Last of Us uh, right is it any good because I want to watch it after this um Nope. Okay, fine. Yeah, it is. Mm. Do you see any zombies? It in is. There? It's a couple of zombies in it. it. It's. It is good. The ending. Okay, that's all me, I need. That's all I need. Clearly, tease up another series. Okay, another season. We had a review from Martin O'Dowd, and he mentioned Severance on Apple TV, which I've started. Yeah, I've tried. Mm. Michelle's recommended it as well. And I've I, I've started that. I've started it. I think three times. That was my limit because I started Game of Thrones three times. Hated it mm. twice, and on the third go, it became the best thing that I'm ever five happened in my life, in. including my children. I'm five episodes in, so I think I'm I'm all in now. I just I kind of pot committed. I am, so I'll, I will finish I got it. Three in. I just didn't enjoy. It. I wasn't enjoying it. It's, it is. It's a bit strange. It's very strange. It's not gripping or fun. Or no. brutal, or it's just like this is. Well, I'm uh, giving it a go. Difficult. All right, yep. And you'll get some um, more reviews later, but I will watch the end of us. Gold, we talked about that, I think, last week. Finish that. Finished it. Um, need yep. some more recommendations. Also, we've got a cameo to do after this, and I, I know a lot of no. you f- no. have forgotten we're on cameo. No. You have to. How um, many times do you normally have to remind, to reforce me to do four, it? By WhatsApp? Four or yeah. five. I can feel myself troughing now, so we, we, should we get into the rugby? Well, um, I'm also watching Mayor of Kingstown. You're troughing because you were enjoying holiday, but I am um, watching Mayor of Kingstown on Paramount and one episode left in season two. Okay, I'm going to get into Don't that. Bother. Don't bother. It's, it's something, it's something. Don't Just don't bother. Since Clarkson Farm finished, mate. Mm. We, oh yeah, I saw the end of that. 
since that finished, nothing's as good, is it? No. No. That is such good telly. It's brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Yep. Well Agreed. done then. Um oh I've started watching Better on BBC as well. Okay. Um and it's all right. The main guy in it is really good. He was in uh what that series that took place down in Devon or Cornwall or something. I've forgotten the name of it, but he was in that. Broad Broad Broadchurch. Broadchurch. Broadchurch with yeah. David Tennant. Yeah. He was the Danny Latimer. One had a West Country accent like that. And Danny Latimer. The Latimer, that's it, Latimer. I never yeah. quite knew if his accent was real or not. He's all over the papers at the moment. He's got a new girlfriend. He's split with his wife. Well, I don't know where he's from, but in this series, he's from Northern Ireland. And actually, his accent's fantastic, Tommy. Okay. On that subject. You sound, um, you sound like uh, Mark Robson, then. Yeah. Well, he's from Northern Ireland, so he's from Belfast, isn't he? All mm. up north. I'm happy with that. Reading an amazing book at the moment. Um, it is brilliant. It's called Say Nothing by Patrick Radden Keith. It's about the uh the troubles, Tommy. It's trying it's a, a true story, a huge amount of prep's gone into it. It is an amazing book. He's an amazing writer, and I recommend it to everyone. I mentioned something on here, I think, once a while ago that I'd like to know more about it because I'm quite ignorant. And someone a few people sent quite. a message and said, You've got yeah, completely. You've got to read that you've got to read this book, and it is very, very good. Very, okay. very good. I don't really want it to end. Um so, yeah, all right, there you are. Well done, everyone. Oh, I watched I watched Fall with the kids. Have you seen that yet? Say that again, Fall. Fall, F-A, like falling over. No. Shouldn't have watched it because I realised afterwards it's a 15 and I don't let my kids watch 15s, I'm afraid to tell you. They hate that, but I don't. Um, and... But having said that, it, the, the only 15 thing about it was bad language. And my children are vile. Their language is vile. I mean, mm. not in front of me, but I've, you know, I'm sure they use horrible language all the time. Um, but, yeah, so. This, yeah, there's something I want to watch on Disney. And it's about Spencer, Spencer Matthews. Now, he was the one from Made in Chelsea. Finally, Michael. Yeah. I really yep. want to watch it because his brother, um, his brother dies climbing Everest, doesn't he? And the body wasn't recovered, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, Michelle's watching it. Mm. Always watched it, says it's really good. Mm. Um, Fall is a good one to watch with your kids, depending on your views on language. Very suspect. It's a bit silly, but I genuinely... I've never said this before, Tom. Mm -hmm. I felt physically queasy for most of the film. A good hour and a bit, I, I felt physically queasy, like... I bit, had next to me bit a of dust in the bit room of was there for pudding. Freya had hoovered. Yeah, exactly. And I didn't want to eat the chocolate because I was like, ugh, no. Okay. My stomach wasn't quite right for the film. And I thought, am I getting ill if I just eaten something dodgy? Film ended, felt fine. It is genuinely a bit unpleasant, but in a sort of gripping way. So it's okay. worth watching with kids if they're 15 or over or 11 like mine yeah. and you're a terrible parent. If they're damaged, watch it with them. It's fine. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rugby. Oh, God, right. Is this where we had to take our Andrew Cotter break? Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. 
They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Where do you want to start? Where do you want to start? Um, tell oh. me all about Wales <laughs> against Italy. <laughs> well, big start for Wales. Needed to start big and quite lucky. Oh, do, before you start, but uh, well, I have started. started. You started. Do we do that thing where you leave the game that everyone wants to hear about, which is England France? Do we leave that to the end to keep people on, or? I'll be nice about it and let them I'm only going to go through then... a couple of minutes. So Good we're not going to be long. So Good luck to you. Keep You're listening, tired, people. aren't you, mate? Nah, I'm all right. I'm all right. All right, all, um, right, all right. Good start for Wales. Big start. Nice bounce from Reese Webb's kick, who was excellent. Played 53 minutes, one man of the match, and by far the best player on the field. Just game management, brilliant. Not so... He might have lost a little bit of pace, but doesn't matter if you're making half breaks and putting. And so is like, Danny Care, but it's still like brilliant. To Lupe Falatau through, but his whole game management was brilliant. Thoroughly deserved man of the match. Puts a kick in for Rio Diet to score. Um, has a big effect on uh, defence line speed. There's a turnover that comes from his tackle um, because of the pressure he's put on, which leads to Liam Williams try as well which Liam Williams he ends up being five or six Italian defenders hurdles one of them who goes in low it was a class finish a really good finish um, there's penalty try as well and then Reese Webb picks and goes puts Fanatown through start the second half so better by Wales but Italy were good they were really good in the yeah. attack they cut Wales quite a few times um, still some some real issues with Welsh defence, um, whether it be Rio Dyer jamming in or whether it be Hawkins and Mason Grady getting caught, which they did a couple of times. And I was speaking about it last night on Scrum 5. They're quality players, but people have to remember they're 20 years old and they've got seven caps between them. So they're still on a massive learning process. At every game they're playing, they're still learning continuously. It, you know, because it's... It's not like playing at your club now. This is playing in front of 60,000 people. Teams are better. There's less time. Um, 
there's there's less of a differences between players. You know, everyone's around the same sort of size, same speed. So you've got to break down teams differently. And I think they should stick with them because I can see potential there, definitely. And 20 years old, mate, we wouldn't have been capped. Were you capped when you were 20? Of course I was, youngest prop. Who's the youngest prop ever to have played for England at professional, or ever? <laughs> David Me, Fatman. I was 20. And yeah. that is where it began, and it's where it fucking ended. Yeah. <laughs> well, they might we as well have given me two caps on the first day, my first and my last. But you're going to make mistakes, is my point, when you're that young yep. and that inexperienced. But I do believe they should stick with them, because Joe Hawkins, in attack, looks really good. Uh, another ball player at 12. And his distribution's good. He carries well. Mason Grady, once they start to utilise him a little bit better, a little bit wider, just give him a little bit more room because he's so big, strong and really fast, he's going to do a lot more damage. But especially off left hand field scrums, I'm a little bit wary because they lo- you lose a scrum half there because most scrum halves tend to follow the opposition around yeah. the back. And if you've got someone, if you've got a turn that can really engage the defensive 10, then there's a lot of space somewhere, whether it be between 12, 13, or even out wide. So that is a cause for concern a little bit. Missed a lot of tackles, but Wales has only scored one try a game leading up to this. We scored four, got the bonus point against an Italian team that everyone was hyping up, and rightly so because they played well. They missed, they left a lot of points on the field, flats, Brex um, dropped the ball over the line. There was lots of opportunity for Italy to, to capitalise, but they couldn't, whether it be a drop ball, whether it be a forward pass, a pass into touch. They had opportunities, and that's probably the most frustrating thing for Kieran Crowley afterwards. They left probably three tries out there. Tomas Allen broke through, even though it was blocking from Negri. It wasn't picked up, but he goes through and throws a pass. I think it's Devani, which checks him, and it's a laboured pass, and then Wales are able to recover. But it was an improvement from Wales. The pressure was on them. Everyone was talking about Wales win the wooden spoon. Italy were going to um, turn them over, but they didn't. They dug in, and they came through it, and they're building. So I think five years ago, we might have been more critical of them, but... As it stands, they're having to rebuild from the start again. So, well done to Wales for for a win, an important win for pride, morale for that group of players, for moral, yeah, for their morals. Um, with yeah, everything going well, on as well, okay, with Welsh rugby, with contracts, with negotiation, the lot. There's, it's um, it's carnage out there at the moment, but. France away next week, so oh, good luck. I'm going to that. Oh, brilliant. you commentating? No. What are you doing out there, then? I'm not. Um, he's going to get as pissed as possible. No, I'm I'm, re- I'm, report- I'm reporter for okay. Coach Side and reporter for um, ITV. Um, oh, good. Super Saturday, isn't it? And yep. uh, Benny Kay's doing comms, uh, I presume, with Warby. somebody Welsh. Um, yes. I no, so. Warby's BBC. Benny's doing ITV, Warby's isn't BBC. he? Who? Benny's doing ITV, isn't he? Benny's ITV, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so it'd be ITV game, so it'd probably be Shane or Jamie. Yep. Yep. So that'll be nice. And um, Now, that is a nice excuse to go out on a Friday night and have a cup of tea, isn't it? 
Yeah. A little steak dinner. Yeah. You're going to pop out for a steak dinner, Tommy. Um, yeah, like England-France went badly wrong pretty early. Like, even before they scored their first try, which was amazing. What was that? Three minutes or something. Um, mm. Even before that, the collisions were like, hmm. And I sort of, I watched it with uh, Phil Vickery, Joe Marler, and a couple of others. And it was like, you kind of, quite early on, you're thinking, hmm, this is, uh, it's not looking great because they are smacking in and England were getting bullied at the breakdown quite early. They were losing collisions and... I think there's a lot of talk about England's approach at the breakdown and getting blasted away at the breakdown. But if you lose collisions, you lose the breakdown more often than not. So you've almost got to reverse it and go wind it all the way back and say, well, it, it's all very well. People saying that rugby is a game of evasion, not collisions. And it's an easy thing to write and say. The evasive bits are often the best bits and that's how you score tries. But inevitably there are a load of big collisions in games of rugby especially at top level of course there are so it's unavoidably also a game of collisions so you do need to win them and England just got monstered really mm. that's the that's what I saw just got monstered um, is this a result of the Eddie Jones regime was this coming do you think or is this down to Steve Borthwick not setting his team up right is it down to selection or is it is it just down to just lack of confidence from the start. Head's gone. I think you've. I think you. Yeah. It. There's nothing. I don't. Have nothing I done a David do Flatman? Have I answered my own question? No, you've you've answered. You asked four questions at once, then answered your own yeah, question. That's a David so Flatman. yes, you have. Yeah. Um, but it's nothing to do with Eddie Jones. It's nothing to do with. It's not. It's not nothing to do with Eddie and Borthwick. But it's that's kind of not. That's not the narrative. I don't think it's that. You've actually got a team that is. As Steve Borthwick very openly said afterwards, there's a massive gap between them and the best teams in the world. And there really is. I mean, they look a mile off. And inevitably, people will talk loads about Marcus Smith's selection. I didn't think he would start. He did. And they say, well, he had his chance. He's had a chance now. Well, hang on a minute. Firstly, he's young. Secondly, as Will Greenwood said after the game in the green room, you could have stuck Dan Carter at 10 and they would have got battered. He wouldn't have looked like the best player in the world. So if you are getting beaten up and knocked around, you are knackered. Dante was just mm. monstrous, especially at the breakdown. Like, what a player to have. And England had no answer. They just had no answer. When you're in a game and you know reasonably early you've got no answer, it's a pretty lonely place to be. There was a, It's stuff like, you know, your scrum, England's scrum. Everyone has a bad scrum. But when you think about what happened to them against New Zealand a bit in the autumn and then South Africa, where they got toasted a bit, you've then Al Gary, who is France's third choice tight head, by the way, he's one of the better scrummagers, but he's nonetheless third choice tight head. He absolutely ripped up the right hand side in that scrum, monster scrum. They break down the right. England's back rows knocked out the way because they got a massive wheel on the scrum, driven out of the way. Walking day at Wigan, mate. Cooking on gas, score down the right. That is, I know you know you understand this, but when you're a forward, that is so demoralising. Like that is such a brutal thing to happen to be monstered on one side of the scrum. It's the opposition just putting your scrum on remote control and saying you're doing what we want, and it is so demoralising. So, but I I also think. When you look at the actual players, I mean, England have got some brilliant players, but 
when you look at like, for example, the second rows, Marrow is in nothing like his top form at the moment. Um, and he said he's had a, a chronic, an ongoing medical condition, which has now been addressed. So he sh- we should see him getting back to his best. We don't know what that is and that's none of our business. Fine. But he's not there yet. Ollie Chesham looks born for test rugby. Uh, but what I would say is you look at the French locks and then you look at, you know, Taufifanua, Roman Taufifanua coming off the bench. They mm. are a league above in Belenza. terms of what they're contributing to a game. They are a league above. The carrying is, they're, they're massive, which helps. Huge. They are venomous carriers. They're brilliant handlers. They're really, really athletic in the loose. They're, ma- they're basically twice as confident in what they're doing because they've been doing it for longer. France are a few years into doing all of this and England are a few weeks in. So that is worth remembering. But they've just got players that... It's easy to say they've got better players. They've got players playing way better than England in loads of positions. In a team, and, as a team as well. Yes, and they're just there's way more clarity on what they're doing. There's way more confidence because they built up loads of wins. They've all been there longer together under the same coach, same systems, and all that stuff. So they are just miles ahead. They're miles ahead, yeah. and actually, it's quite ominous for the World Cup. What happened on Saturday? Dupont and Entomac, they've got a very good understanding at scrum half and number ten. Yeah, um, Ramos was just sensational. Yeah. He, he was brilliant. It's the best I've seen him play that. Yeah, the pack was amazing and everything just clicked for France. And that's what you you worry about sometimes because they lost a uh, second game in, didn't they, to Ireland? Yeah. But out of all the teams I see in the Six Nations, when one team clicks, France will, will beat anyone. They'll beat Ireland as well. When it clicks perfectly like that. You've just got to be so on it to stop them clicking. Yeah. You know, it's like we're, when when we were playing... It doesn't always like happen, though, against, my point. Like when no, you don't, of course you also, It doesn't always click like that. But when it does, you, I don't brutal. think... There's not many teams... I don't think any team can beat them. And you, like, you played against France loads more than I did, but we both played against... You played against France a lot. I played against a lot of big French teams in Europe and all that. And the messaging was really often the same. Don't let them get their tails up. You mm. have to start well... And you have to be in position, do boring defensive stuff well. Because once they score one or two, they their mentality completely changes. And it's not quite the same now, but it's similar. They start well like that. You're five minutes in thinking, England are toast here. Yeah. I'm sitting what with one th- lady, she's like, they'll never come back. And I was like, I think you might be right. What do you think will happen this week now? Do you think it'll be one of those games where it's just... It's too difficult to review because nothing went right. Do you think they'll just try and forget about it as best they can, move on and just try and focus on Ireland? Do you think there'll be many changes? Some will happen due to injury. I mean, basically, Flats, how do you how do you bounce back from this? How do you think they will? Well, there's no... There's Sensible no time that, wasn't it? Yeah. There's no... Like, Ollie Lawrence is out, which is a real shame for England because he's changed things quite dramatically I think mm. but um, I don't think there's any point in firstly if you change everyone that was your full that's your full strength team there's always one or two selections you might alter fine that's effectively England at full chat at the weekend now what are you going to do pick a second team like your first team have been battered they're still your first team you still pick the majority of what most people would say are the best players in each position 
So what you're going to do, you you have to stick with them, and it also you pick a different, completely almost a completely different team. You are starting again, again. So I don't think you need to. I think it's defensively England were very very loose. I mean the try they conceded from set piece towards the end is it's been called a beautiful try from France and it was a beautiful try in lots of ways but I looked at that straight away and I actually thought I wish I was sitting with Shanks because turns out you were bollocksed but I wish I was sitting with Shanks because I feel like that's been defended really poorly and you would explain why straight away so I watch it a couple of times and I can then decipher it and think that is the set that set piece defense is miles off Mm. it's miles off where it should be so almost France probably should score there (laughs) in a sense so I think France were fantastic, but England were sufficiently underwhelming to make them look even more fantastic than they might have otherwise done, basically. Everyone's watching that game and they're sort of saying, well, it's Grand Slam's Islands now, the Grand Slam's Islands. But do you know what? I'm not quite sure it's going to be that straightforward next really? weekend. Yeah, I just... It's a huge amount of pressure on Ireland now because they're obviously going to in as favourites they're at home and sometimes I look at the England team and they're not poor players there is a real decent um, 23 players in that team you know, quality players and I just think sometimes you need these shock results to, to get your focus back yeah. and I just I don't know there's just something about next weekend which makes me think Everyone's just talking about Ireland and it's nice sometimes going in as underdogs when the expectation isn't that high and you can relax a little bit because the pressure's not on you as much. All the pressure will be with Ireland. You know, they're four from four and you can just quietly go about your business. So I'm I'm not as confident as probably a lot of other people are that Ireland are going to win the Grand Slam. I think you're mad. Mm, yeah, maybe I am. Maybe I am. I'm just emotional and tired. Yeah, I think you probably are. Um, but yeah, very chastening day for England. Yeah, um, chastening day in every department. Every department. Should we move on to Ireland? Brutal. Yeah, go on. Um, Hoggy's hundredth cap, Hogmaster General. Well done. Yeah, him. nothing really happened until about fifty minutes, fifty-five minutes. There it was eight-seven half time. I mean, it probably wasn't a true reflection of the game because it was fast-paced and it was physical. Um, and Scotland started big with a, another try from Hugh Jones, who's had an excellent campaign so far. That was a lovely pass, lovely line. Yeah, and Tua Paluto is is so good at that. Yep. Um, they're two difficult passes to give because you, you've got split second to, to decide where the hole is, and he picks the right one, and he's so good. And he has a massive part and plays a massive part in this this new Scotland team. And he is one of the first names on the team sheet for me. But then you sort of, you knew Ireland would would stick in it right to the end. And then the quality just came through at the end, really. Um, I thought a couple of times Van der Merwe could have done a bit better. He gets tied in for the Jack Conan try. Didn't really need to jam in and probably could have tackled him slightly better. Um, even though it is a tough tackle. He, Jack Conan ends up just riding the tackle pretty well and dotting the ball down. Um, 
I thought Jameson Gibson Park when he came on made a massive difference and yeah. that ball over the top for Lowe is brilliant. He like he lo- he ends up lobbing a pass like yeah. He's throwing he's throwing a pass in basketball just trying to just put it over Carl Stein and it was absolutely perfect. Carl Stein loses it in the air, he loses the ball in the air, loses the man and he had no chance really. Um they've just got it's taken them a while to get to this stage, Flats Island, but they've just got quality coming from everywhere now. And, you know, you think about McCluskey started the campaign. Now Bundyaki is in. Um, Robbie Henshaw's back now because Gary Ringrose is going to be lost because that was a horrible um, HIA. God, that was grim, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. And I really Mate, hope Keen he's Healy's right. playing hooker now. Mate, like how, this is going to be my question to you. Have you ever had to scrum down at hooker and how tough is it and how different is it? No, and I've never seen anyone do it that convincingly at pro level, let alone top international level. Winning penalties. Winning penalties and just amazing from him. What a legend, absolute legend. And Josh van der Fleer's throwing a line out. Do you know what? It's brilliant execution. That is good coaching, mate. Yeah. How much time did you see this forward spend when you were at playing for Wales maybe loads but I never in any team spent any significant amount of time practicing with anyone in fact I don't think we ever practiced with anyone else throwing other than the hookers ever yeah yeah and to be that well prepared is amazing prep and Kian Healy I mean hats off fully yeah. off That's and Joe Island well really discipline is really good for Ireland because that is just what allows teams to come back to you. If you start, if your discipline starts to become poor, then you're giving teams territory and possession because they'll kick the line out and they'll have the ball. And that's what stops teams coming back in to games. So Ireland's discipline was really good. Scotland didn't score any points after 18 minutes. You know, so that's gonna, that's a tough ask already, you know, yeah. if you scoring early and, and that's it he didn't score another point after that um, and out of the four games so far that Ireland have played three of the manor matches have been from two from Matt Hansen and one from Hugo Keenan so that tells you how Ireland like to play and how they want to play yep. and where their strength is their strength is their attacking game and when you've got wingers and you're 15 predominantly winning man of the matches then it shows you how expansive they want to play and they're great to watch and it was a tough 50 minutes for them or so but then just the quality outshone Scotland and they pulled away like most of us thought they would yeah love watching them play but they got strength everywhere Flats was was my point I was trying to make um, you know Conan he was he started three Lions tests you know and he, we haven't seen too much of him comes off the bench and quality player. They've got quality everywhere. Yeah, they're a wonderful team. And Kean Healy, for me, was yep. man of the day for that. Just He's in team of the week at hooker. <laughs> brilliant. Oh, brilliant. Not seen out like it. Brilliant. Yep. Oh, by the way, on the scrum half thing, um, Alex Mitchell made a massive difference for England when he came on. The game was gone fine, but and they didn't, didn't change the game hugely, but he made a massive difference. And it's as simple as getting in and getting the ball away quicker. I think it... England then score and a few dominant carries, but the speed of the speed at which he got the ball away had even the French defence at the sixes and sevens once or twice after he came on. Yeah. And for me he 
he's a, he's got to be a, a guaranteed starter for Saturday against Ireland. Got to be. Yep. All right. Well, let's have a, let's just have a quick um, preview of Super Saturday. Ireland win, I reckon. Okay. So what? Let's go through it um, in the right order. I'm just grabbing it up. All right. Come on. With Super Saturday is All one right, game after the other. Oh, I've lost it already. Now who's first? I is got it Scotland? It. I got it here. Come on. I got Scotland, it here, Italy, first game up, twelve thirty. Scotland win that at home. Um, France, Wales, France, France win that at home. Three home wins, yeah, I reckon. Three away wins this weekend or last weekend. Three home wins this yep. weekend. Okay. Yep. There you go. That's a good preview, isn't it? Yeah. Um, all right, boy. Well, I will I see. I really you need a wee in forty-eight hours. See you. See you at Cheltenham, and go steady on me, all right? Because I'm not like you. Okay. Well done, everyone. Sorry Goodbye. About Bye, everyone. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.